0: episode 80 the 80 yeah. 80 wow wowie <laughs> <laughs> oh man i i the other day had like a legit moment of panic because i was like what are we gonna do for the 100th episode and like i know that that is still like fucking like what well, like That's 20 it's like 20, 20 weeks, weeks away yeah. i mean like it's fine it's you have like fine. half the year No, I know. But like, I was still like, Oh my God, it's really creeping up on me. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we should like record like a live episode somewhere or something. I don't know. We should do something crazy. Maybe that one's where we get the, uh, the stripper off of Craigslist and we just interview her. Like we pay her, uh... like we pay her for her time, but we let her know we don't actually need her to strip. We just want to talk to her
1: when and where is your honeymoon because i could just like crash it record an episode and then fly back
0: what a power move we have no honeymoon plans as of right now but you'll well, be the you, first to know my friend don't you better you worry? get some because
1: i'm gonna crash it and record better make 100th some episode
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay i better start working on that i'm sorry no people keep asking us that they're like oh what are you doing for your honeymoon i'm like i don't know i don't think we're doing anything i we really haven't thought about it
1: <laughs> well i think about the 100th episode is going to be around your birthday
0: Oh, shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. 100th episode birthday blowout. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. What an exciting time. We call up like every ex I've ever had and like force them to participate. What a dream.
1: (laughs) Dude, I should go like find that like 50 year old lady from Oregon that, uh, uh, I like message oh, thir- interview her oh, the
0: thirsty teacher, yeah, she was awesome.
1: she'd be fun, actually.
0: We should bring her on, except I'm scared she just like wouldn't stop talking. and then we would be in like, you know, a prison of our own creation.
1: Nah, she real chatty, but she real cool, so. That's my
0: thing with, like, some people that I think of, like, having on the pod, I'm like, we could have them on, and then I'm like, oh, but I think it would be, like, five hours. <laughs> like, like,
1: yeah, your editing would be, like, okay. Like, I max. can't
0: emotionally handle that editing process, is the thing. like I like our guests who, like, keep it, like, keep it concise. Like, if we have a guest on more than once, you know they're good, because, like, we, like, I'm willing to, like, edit them twice, like, <laughs>
1: minimal edits
0: <laughs> minimal edits like like the like when Nicholas comes on like I just like let him talk like I don't edit any of our conversation when he comes on he
1: <laughs> like, has yeah, interesting stuff I like, learned something new go. every time yeah. <laughs> like,
0: yeah no there's certain guests that I'm like no no you just you just go for it I'm not cutting any of this <laughs> oh but anyway
1: no uh I was sad because I had a girl who was uh ex-mormon and like had a lot of crazy stories <clears throat>
0: Yeah, we love X Mormons on this pod. Yeah, and
1: I was ready to bring her on because like she's like her stories were like real interesting. And then like she basically like went kind of like psycho on my friend and like basically accused her of cheating with her boyfriend.
0: Mm. even
1: though they just made eye contact so
0: Ooh, that sounds like a fun story in itself though honestly
1: yeah wow. we can get her on to tell that story if we want <laughs> i
0: think we should that sounds fun damn yeah and then like i think we've got a few guests that we're thinking about for for the future episodes so we'll bring some guests on again soon i know it's been a little while but um it's just been just been us flying solo lately I'm it's hard in it. the
1: winter no one wants to do much
0: I know even though like i live in san diego so like that's literally not a thing but still i just feel like people get busy in the winter and like depressed in the winter and it's just like i don't know people are just like on their grind like just doing what they got to do people aren't really like signing on for like extra bullshit this time of year i feel like like january and february are those months where you're just like not in the mood for bullshit, you know mm-hmm. i feel like everyone's like gotten through the holidays new year it's the sad time of the year you know it's like the the bad winter it's like post-holiday winter so like people are just like no just let me like do my job come home eat snacks and watch tv i feel like that's the vibe right now and i get it like i respect that like i i have a lot of tv commitments right now and it's been stressing me out so i understand that more than anyone
1: Oh, apparently my friend who was on Euphoria's uh, sex scene got cut in the final episode.
0: He was gonna have another sex scene.
1: <laughs> yeah, with the same dude.
0: Oh, oh, that's really upsetting, actually, because I, like, yeah, I watched the finale last night, like everyone else, and I, I, really liked the like the Cal story. Like Cal's the character that yeah. Eric Dane plays. Um, the guy who your friend would have been boning. Um, And his storyline last night was good. I liked that part of the finale. It was, it was an, uh, an interesting and like fitting kind of like finale for him, but I, it would have been fun. I can, I can kind of see where like your friend would have fit in and like, that would have been fun. Like I can kind of picture like what they had in mind probably. So
1: yeah, he was like disappointing but I still got that payday and I was like all right well good for you man you got that euphoria money coming in oh
0: hell yeah yeah um damn now I want to see that scene like I maybe they'll release like ex, like cut scenes eventually or something I don't know like
1: I'll send you uh if he posts stuff he has some like photos on set I'll send you
0: oh that's awesome that's cool. Yeah. I love it um damn well yeah I know you don't get me started on the euphoria finale last night i'm not i'm not recovered emotionally yet
1: <laughs> Did the world's most expensive high school play finally like end <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> took us like two full episodes to get through it though and there was like a massive I mean spoilers everyone but there was like a massive like drag out cat fight like in the middle of it like bitches were like running up on stage it was it was great it was, it, it was, that part was good
1: <laughs> I like that though. that's what yeah. I wanted to play <laughs>
0: no it was just chaotic in the best way yeah um but anyway are we ready to get into some stories
1: yeah let's do it so ad you're first
0: i am i am and who we do we have a doozy to start off with so i think both of us picked exclusively from reddit am i the asshole threads for this episode today they, and we they were
1: bumping this week. good i could like
0: popping off i don't actually read that regularly like i'm not much of a reddit person but every now and then i'll go on there and be like let's see what's popping you know and i was like this is popping off (laughs) like there were some good posts um so yeah it just so happened that we both picked all three of our stories from there so you guys are about to get a lot of questioning of am i the asshole here we go um the title of this one is am i the asshole for telling my sister to stop acting as if my fiance were her son's dad
1: Ooh, I didn't see this one. I'm excited. It's
0: a fun one. It's a, it's a lot to unpack, as you can tell just from the title. <laughs>
1: like... No, no, no. I'm I'm on board all <laughs> okay. the way. So I have yeah. a feeling that this person's not really the asshole, but let's see.
0: Let's, let's see. get into it. Let's find <laughs> out. All right. So, um, so she is a 24 year old female. So my sister, a 23 year old female, had my nephew Joe. His name is Joe. Oh, that's nice. Um, during her first year of college, um. The father is absent in his life and only pays child support. She has always hated the idea of my nephew growing up without a father figure. And since our only brother is only 17 and our dad passed 10 years ago, she dated recklessly for a while and introduced him to a bunch of dudes. Three years ago, I met my now fiance Gabriel, a 28 year old male. He's really sweet and adores my family. He's financially stable and is good with kids. He has a bunch of nephews on his own and comes from a good big family. We've decided to be child free. And if something happens to my sister and a few of Gabe's siblings, we would be meant to be their guardians. Um, For the past year, my sister has grown comfortable with pushing Joe around Gabe. She always invites him to my nephew's activities, which is fine, but she acts as if Gabe were her guest and I'm his plus one, not otherwise, not the other way around. Plus, my brother used to be the one who got invited and he's not anymore she asks gabe to drive her and joe to places and my mom pointed out how they look like a family when he does it she jokes about how much of a dad gabriel is for joe and she had the audacity to ask him once if he was comfortable with adopting joe oh my but she was drunk so i'll give her that neither gabe or i are comfortable with this he doesn't know how to push it aside without hurting her feelings and my mom has told my sister countless times how this is inappropriate, but my sister always gets defensive and says that Joe chose him and it's not her fault. Things blew up last weekend when Joe asked Gabriel if he could call him dad because quote, mom said it was fine. Oh my,
2: my. S-
0: my sister was looking at them with the biggest smile on her face. And I could n- notice how my mom and my brother were expecting his answer. Um, None of neither of them agree with this though. He sat Joe on his knee and kindly explained to him how he wasn't his dad or even a dad figure that he was um he was his aunt's soon-to-be husband, and that made him his favorite uncle. But even if he wasn't his dad, he would never leave him and they'll always be best friends. Well, that's yep. really,
1: really, like really nice. Sweet.
0: I know. So like
1: the dude in this story is he's definitely. Gabriel's a good no
0: Gabriel's a good dude, a good dude. No, yeah, a good dude for sure. He's, good for Gabriel. He's
1: out of this territory, right? No, now. Gabriel's okay. a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> um
0: yeah. So Joe, being the sweet kid he is, laughed and smiled and said that it was okay. And then he ran to the living room to play with something.
1: Nice. That's what think, kids do.
0: Yeah. I think the situation resolved itself. Okay. But my sister didn't like it and started to fight with us. My mom kept telling her to shut up, but she was saying things like, what's wrong with you two? How can you say no to a little kid? He sees you as a father. So you should be proud of that. I had enough. And I told her that Gabriel wasn't Joe's dad and that she needed to stop acting as if he was, because it was honestly embarrassing. <laughs> she called me a selfish cunt and said that I was jealous <laughs> of her kid. <laughs> I just rolled my eyes and we decided to leave after. She later sent me a text saying that it was best if we step out of Joe's life for a while or we will end up confusing him because he doesn't understand that Gabriel is not his dad. But as far as I could see, he got it pretty well. Um, yeah. That's that's it.
1: <laughs> Yo, she like needs therapy.
0: Oh my god so basically all the comments are pretty much just like girl your sister's trying to steal your man like please avoid her like please just stop like (laughs) this has nothing to do with the kid like this girl is literally like this man is my husband and the father of my child (laughs) yeah oh my god So, yeah, I think it's safe to say, um, you know, she is not the asshole in this situation. I feel like we're all pretty confident about that.
1: (laughs) No, we've also read too many Am I the Asshole stories where this guy ends up with the sister to know, like, this is a good trajectory. Exactly.
0: This is not great. And Gabriel honestly sounds like a good dude, so I don't want to, like, you know, like... You know, imply that he would go down that road. Like, I'm not saying Gabriel would do that, but like, it just seems like dangerous territory that you should avoid. So, yeah,
1: hundred percent.
0: Yeah, and all the posters were like, "Girl, get get away from this!" Like, <laughs> oh god, what a mess.
1: Well, no, I like I like that even the mom in this situation is like, "Girl, you are crazy. Please stop."
0: Yeah, like it's legit too much. Like. <laughs> oh yeah awesome what's your first one
1: mine is let's see am i the asshole for refusing to see other options for a girl and pressing charges for what she did to my son's car
0: oh my god okay so i saw this title but i did not read this one so i'm excited
1: there's a lot to it i was uh
0: yeah as i was scrolling I i scrolled past that one
1: I could tell the title i was like this looks like a good one but i wasn't sure and then i was yeah, like, yeah okay, it sounded like, like a meaty one.
0: one you know yeah
1: so he's uh 39 and his son is 17 uh the son's name is bryce dated our neighbor lana 17 for a year they broke mid broke up mid-january for reasons i don't know i won't sugarcoat this i never liked lana she never seemed she always seemed like a little unhinged controlling and aggressive She's always demanding Bryce's attention. There were quite a few times when she showed up on our house out of nowhere, whether it was 7 a.m. or 11 p.m. because Bryce wasn't answering his phone, screaming and calling him a cheater when it wasn't like that. The thought of our son getting abused by his girlfriend made us worried a lot. My wife and I tried to talk him out of that relationship. We said how it wasn't normal nor healthy and we didn't want to force the breakup because we feared Lana would lash out at him. So we tried to do it in a sneaky way we don't know if it worked, but they ended up breaking up. He said that after he broke up with her, Lana didn't contact him, which was weird because he expected her to go nuts, but I told him that it's fate. And I didn't give a shit if better not tease it. Now the problem is that we bought my son a car for Christmas, nothing fancy, but enough to get him to school, his job, and eventually to college. He parks it in our driveway outside our home. Ever since the month began, we had a founding, we'd been founding scratches all over the car, we know Lana was doing it since it was minimal, and my son decided not to do anything, even if we could prove it was her. We have CCTV, by the way. Still, something smells bad for me, so I decided to switch one of the cameras facing the car directly just in case. Well, two weeks ago, we got up to the and found my son's car covered in a lot of shit. Paint, glue, feathers, confetti. The door handles were wrecked, flat tires, paint all over the windows. You get the picture. Bryce and my wife were so distraught. We called the police and handed them the CCTV that showed Lana and her brother, 23, destroying my, destroying my son's car. We pressed charges, and needless to say, Lana's brother went straight to jail. But since she's still a minor, her parents want to make a deal, but I refused. I don't think she should get a way out. Before the police was here, she was laughing her ass off, and she tried to play it cool. If she thought this was funny, then she's old enough to face the consequences. My wife and I want to start, stand our ground. They said they'll buy my son a better car and put lawn on therapy, but this isn't enough. Am I the asshole? <clears throat>
0: Damn. I don't know. This is a hard one. Because, like, okay, having been a teenage girl, we're fucking insane. Like, yeah. it's, it's really hard being a teenage girl. Like, you are truly insane and you can't help it. Um, so I feel like, yeah. So, like, on one hand, I can see, like, not wanting to, like, ruin this girl's life because of something she did when she's like what's like 17 right is that
1: yeah <clears throat> she's 17 yeah. the brother's 23.
0: So like on one hand I can see like not wanting to like ruin her life you know or like do anything like that's gonna be like like really getting like the cops involved are crazy but like also at the same time I get why the I get why they're mad like I mean that's a ton of damage and like I can see like I mean, I think they should just like make her pay for the damage and like, I don't know. I, I, I think I would just be like, y'all, okay, yeah, just, you're going to fix this. Like, that's that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you did this, you're going to fix it at the end. Um, yeah, I don't the know. problem
1: is like, we, where we went to high school, like we knew people who like, I'm not saying this exact thing happened, but like when it came to car damage, I know one girl in particular, who was like, parents was like, yeah, don't do insurance. We'll just like pay for everything. But, like, she never learned anything from it when, like, the parents just, like, do everything for her. So, like, I get it. Like, this girl's, like, still young. Therapy might help her, this and that. But, like, to some degree, I'm, like, well, like, her 23-year-old brother who, like, without a doubt is, like, a able-minded adult did this with her. So, like, I'm kind of teetering at, like, maybe they should really keep these charges. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, also, she's a minor, so I don't really know what she would get charged with that would like really stick. Um, I mean, if 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 the clearly adult son helped with it, like, I think they should charge him. Oh, <laughs> like, definitely, yeah. I think he's probably more like at fault for like enabling this than anything. Um, not that the girl's not like a problem. Like, she sounds like she needs help, but like. I yeah I don't know like I, I would blame the older brother for anything
1: yeah I would too I mean like
0: because like I would say like you knew what you were doing like
1: and like I think like therapy is in order but you could even take it to like agree for like court ordered like community service or like this or that or like stuff or like I don't think jail solves really anything but I think like there do- does need to be like some level of like consequences for this
0: yeah yeah that is valid makes sense Damn what a wild one.
1: That was wild. I couldn't believe like the degree to it because like I half expected when I read it like scratches a flat tire that makes sense like the fact that they are like breaking door handles and like confetti and feathers and tar and I was like dang like they really wrecked that it's car. It's very
0: intense that's not just like your typical like egging someone's car or like toilet paper in their yard like that's pretty hardcore. No. Yeah anyway <laughs> um onward to my next one this one is another just bizarre family member dynamic it, it, just weird family members with relatives just a strange vibe uh the title is am i the asshole for not letting my wife hook up her brother with anyone in my family
1: oh that's a bit strange
0: yeah <laughs> So here we go. <laughs> I mean,
1: if it feels like one person, I might get it, but just like literally like any one blanket, that does sound a bit
0: weird. Like it just, I'm just so confused. Okay. So my wife and I have been married for almost three years, but we recently got into an argument over this. I have a big family and she has a much smaller family. Anyways, my aunt and my wife recently tried to hook up her brother with my cousin um, I don't want to say it was behind my back because that's too intense, but I didn't know about it until my wife told me. They never talked, but the way my culture is, once people find about about each other and are okay with moving forward towards dating, things move quickly. So when they said my culture and things moving quickly, it kind of sounds like I wanna like I don't want to make like an assumption, but I would guess that this they're like a certain ethnicity or something that like like either they're like maybe either they're Jewish or like they're like Indian I was thinking, like yeah, I was thinking yeah Indian. like I don't know yeah. like somewhere where like there's a big emphasis on like oh like you find someone who's like a good person of our you know
1: well, yeah, uh, and the persuasion,
0: could, like you're going to get married now, like yeah. I could easily
1: consult with like Yasha, who's been on the pod, and she would like say like this yeah. sounds 90 like so percent, yeah. Yeah, so it
0: kind of sounds like something like that. So I'm like, okay, interesting. Um, so here is the issue I have. I don't care about people dating. Obviously, the thing is, her brother is not a good person. He went through a divorce with his wife, and I saw how he was. And once the truth unfolded, I realized he was the one really at fault overall he's just generally not a person i'd want around my family he pretty much married a foreign girl and after five years of marriage put her out in a dingy apartment while he lived lavishly he barely takes care of his daughter the crazy part about all of this is that his family believes he's a saint it's fucking mind-boggling this also kind of sounds like indian families i've known where like the son is the just like miracle child even though like he's like the worst and like yeah this all checks out um My family, on the other hand, is also not perfect, but he's not someone I want to see around family gatherings, and honestly, I just want my wife's family and my family to be separate, and my wife to have boundaries with this situation. Um, She is here accusing me of not liking her family now. I told her it's not about liking her family, but I just don't want to have to pick sides if shit goes south between them. That puts me in a fucked up spot. The crazy part is I talked to my aunt and my wife about this before. They obviously didn't respect my boundaries. This is the second time this shit happened. I don't give a damn who her brother dates, but just figure it out themselves. Am I the asshole here? I never told my wife that her brother is a dirtbag, but I did say I'll end up getting roped in if she goes south between them. Still, my wife thinks I'm being a dick and saying all this shit that I don't like her family.
1: No, I mean like, what do you yeah, think? like he's not wrong in terms of like, yeah, like if this guy can date whoever he wants, but like, why does it have to be specifically in his like family?
0: I know see I think it, I feel like he's not the asshole because I don't know like he's saying like he doesn't have a problem with like them dating or whatever like he's like oh the family part is not the issue it's that this specific guy is like the worst I'm I'm sorry I'm inclined to believe the family part is an issue like that's, yeah, that's the agree. part that I found creepy I don't know maybe like again like maybe like it sounds like there's some like cultural things going on here so maybe like that's like not a, an issue for whoever is writing this but like I don't know like if if I I'm just trying to picture this like if if like if everyone was single or something and like if Andrew's brother wanted to marry like my cousin I would be like what the fuck you know like I don't know like that's weird to me (laughs) like like that on its own is enough to where I'm just thinking like no dude like you're not the asshole like that's weird (laughs) but then like throw in the fact that like the brother's like a terrible person and it's like oh no you're really not the asshole I think you should just be honest and say like hey like here's the facts like of what your brother has done like I don't think they should be dating like just based on that like because it's like okay he's like he doesn't want to like I guess throw this brother under the bus with like the stuff he knows about him yeah but at the same time he right now he's currently throwing her whole fucking family under the bus because she's just assuming like oh you hate my whole family or whatever and he's like no it's actually just this one dude like so I don't know I don't know why he's like protecting this one guy like at the risk of like her thinking like he just hates them all
1: yeah but then I also get I mean like terms of like if he's like flat out saying like I don't want this and she's doing it anyway regardless of the overall situation like that's not a great look either but he's also
0: a red flag yeah because like he's and like the aunt is going along with it and like he said that he has spoken to them about this before and they just blatantly ignored him and kind of just like went on with it anyway and I'm like well that has its own set of issues like yikes Yeah, so I don't know. All around, I don't know if this is the healthiest relationship. Might have some bigger issues to work out here.
1: Yeah, I think there's some issues. Uh, Maybe that family has a little bit of uh, something, something in the blood. Something's going
0: on there, I think, a little bit. Yeah.
1: So let's see. My next one is, uh, I'm not going to read the title because I want it to be a surprise. All right. My My friend Dan recently found out that he might be a father. I say might because the girl has been in an off and on relationship and with Kara is pregnant and he's not sure if he's the dad. She offered to get a paternity test once the baby is born and doesn't expect any kind of support until they found out the baby is his. So She sounds very reasonable.
2: He's on board
1: with that and appreciates that she's not pushing him into fatherhood if the baby isn't his. The issue is that when we were talking to, when he was talking to me about this, he also wants to get a maternity test done to make sure the baby is hers.
0: Oh. Tell me more. Kara <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> please
1: please is, is visibly pregnant. We know she's pregnant because she did a maternity photo shoot and posted it on social media. So it's obvious she's not faking being pregnant. We've both seen her in, her in person too, and she's mostly definitely pregnant. However, Dan believes that the baby not, might not be hers. I tried to explain to him that that's not how biology works, and unless she got an embryo implanted in her, then she's definitely a mother. She's a waitress and works for a minimum wage plus tips, so I doubt she has the money to afford an embryo implantation. Plus it's ridiculous to think that she'd do all this just to baby trap a guy who was unemployed and living with his parents at 32. Plus, he's never donated sperm. He's genuinely convinced that the baby might not biologically be hers, despite not only me, his mom, and our other friends explaining that that's not how babies slash pregnancy works. He's still insisting on a maternity test and told me that I was being ridiculous and that I'm the one who doesn't understand biology, despite me studying to be an autopsy pathologist, which has required (laughs) quite literally years of biology classes.
0: (laughs) oh no oh honey throw out the whole man like
1: I got fed up and called him senseless idiot and told him to call me when he got his head screwed back on straight ever since he's been spamming my phone and has gotten a couple of our friends to spam me as well telling me I'm being insensitive and he's just stressed out about possibly being a dad so am I the asshole for calling my friend an idiot I vote no (laughs) not at all, not down at all. and why are you friends
2: with this man <laughs> like i have so many questions
0: oh honey <laughs>
1: i love how everyone has explained to him like no that's not how babies work it's really that's not really
0: not like unless she like straight up was faking her pregnancy but that would be insane it no, sounds like, like multiple people are convinced that she is really pregnant so i do believe that she is in fact pregnant like
1: no and i like his story in that like they are both having consensual sex um but she wants to get pregnant so she sneaks his sperm gets an egg pays like 10 grand to get an embryo imbued in her because she doesn't want it to be hers it's
0: not hers yeah Right, makes like, a lot of sense wow <laughs> oh there's a lot of dumb uh, people man. in the world that's really upsetting <laughs> <laughs> okay um I'm not going to read you the title of mine either because I want it to be a surprise. Um, here we go. This is a dark one. Get ready. When I was 21, my sister was killed by a drunk driver on her way home from her senior prom with some of her friends in the car.
1: Is it going to be dark yet? I'm not.
0: <laughs> That's not the dark part. <laughs> no, that oh, is. it's not the dark part. Oh, okay. I, I mean, we'll see. Um, <laughs> All involved passed, except for one of my sister's friends. So it was like a multiple death thing. That's really tragic, yeah. Um, So all involved passed, except for one of my sister's friends, A. So we're calling her A. Uh, While pretty much everyone talked about how tragic it was and blamed the drunk guy, my parents fixated on the fact that A survived and have blamed her for the last decade. Their reasons are things like she should have sat on the other side of the car and let your sister sit there. To A must have known the drunk and that's why he hit the side of the car your sister was on. So we've got some interesting grief issues going on, I think. Um, My sister, A, and I all shared the same hobby, Dungeons and Dragons. So our paths have crossed occasionally in the years since. I don't hold her responsible for what happened. Who could blame a 17 year old girl in the back seat for wearing her seatbelt when a grown man in a different vehicle decided to drink and drive You're like yeah exactly. Uh, but my parents vitriol. They said and did a lot of nasty stuff to her right after the accident meant that we usually kept things distant but cordial. Uh, during the pandemic, most of the games moved online, the D&D games, and one yeah. of my friends from the local college was starting up a game and wanted to invite some other players he knew from around town, including A. Um, I had no issue with it, and we hit it off really well. In the end, I developed pretty strong feelings for her, and when I brought it up to her one night, she admitted it was mutual, but didn't oh. want to cause trouble for me with my parents, so <laughs> she hadn't said anything.
1: Oh, geez. <laughs> Oh man, this is, oh, okay. Yeah, keep going.
0: Yeah, I made it clear my parents weren't me and my sister would have been the first one to yell at them for making someone she was so close to feel so miserable, especially for something out of her control. We've been seeing each other online, going to each other's apartments for about eight months. But now that things are opening up in our area, we've started going on dates and I decided I should be upfront with my parents about it rather than letting them hear through the grapevine that we were seen together at a local restaurant, parentheses, small town gossip. Friday night, I went over to their house, sat them down and laid it out Um, that A wasn't at fault for the accident, that they knew that and I was in a relationship with her. To say they hit the roof would be an understatement. They screamed themselves hoarse at me, told me that they would not allow me to be with a, quote, murderer. (laughs) I told them that I'm 31 years old and they don't get to dictate my relationships. They can deal with it or not, but I'm not going to stop seeing her because they are holding the wrong person at fault. After I left, my mom made a Facebook post about it, calling A every name in the book. I told her to take it down and apologize, apologize, and then she wouldn't be hearing from me until she did. Now I'm getting texts from her friends and extended family that say, wow, well, they know A isn't at fault. Out of all the girls in the world, why did I have to date her? So, yeah. This <laughs> is one of the spicier ones I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> this was complicated because, like, to be fair, like I don't necessarily think that there's an outright like, asshole in this story
0: oh i think the parents are the assholes because they need to be in therapy lots of therapy to deal with their grief and trauma and not take it out on an innocent girl who also was traumatized from being in the car with all of her friends who died like no they're the assholes Like...
1: like they're definitely in the wrong here but like to a certain degree like she knew like this is exactly what the parents were gonna do though Yeah. like yeah. you know what I mean like I mean like I get that the parents like should not be blaming this girl like there's like an unhealthy obsession that like their child should have been like the one survivor yeah but like when she came to them like I don't I can't see that the, like any way that they would have been like accepting of this and like to a certain degree I think it is somewhat strange that like the friends are a little bit right of like, yeah, everyone in the entire world you could be with, like, this is a little bit of a strange choice.
0: Yeah, no. So, I mean, I do think that is an interesting point, And like, I do kind of see like their argument of like, why did you have to do this though? I mean, it just i i just kind of want this guy to get out of his weird small hometown and like go somewhere else and like date entirely people. like i just i just want more for him honestly is the thing because like i don't know like this whole like it Do you think on some level, like there is some sort of weird attraction there, like because it's forbidden? Like, do you think that that's part of it? Yep, 100%. Yeah, that's why I
1: was like, that's why I was like, I'm not saying anyone's like an outright thing because I think on a certain level, he wants his parents to act this way. And like, there's a certain, like, little bit of rebellion to it. And like, I think it doesn't help that, like, truly any ladies out there that like want to score a dude, just like get into Dungeons and Dragons because, like, there are certain men out there who will like date a girl who's into DD, date a girl who's into anime like there's certain dudes out there with like that very specific mindset so on top of this weird kind of like family thing i think there's that certain lock of like oh a girl who's into the thing that like i specifically am into like gotta go for it so yeah yeah
0: yeah uh, I don't know I I just want this guy to get out of his small town and go somewhere else honestly like that's that's what I want for him
1: <laughs> yeah I mean like the parents are messy his like relationship's a little bit messy I'm not saying anything's like inherently wrong with it but like it's not yeah. like the best place to really start As like the survivor from your sister's like car accident like I don't know
0: I yeah I I don't know I just I just want better for everyone in this story. Like, just for all involved. (laughs) Oh, boy. Do you want
1: a bit of a palate cleanser? Because this one's nice and short, and I love it.
0: Absolutely. These have been long ones.
1: So am I the asshole for repeating what my boyfriend said to me?
0: I can't wait. Place your bet.
1: Like, honestly, like, at home, like, place your bet. Who's the asshole in this story?
0: (laughs) I'm going to say that I doubt that she's the asshole but we'll see i'm excited oh yeah
1: oh yeah here we go i 24 have been dating my boyfriend 25 for about six months now for the past few days he's been really he's been making comments about my breast size now i'm aware that i have small boobs i have never really cared that much until his comments well it's also worth mentioning that my boyfriend isn't the biggest guy out there either he's about four inches Oh, no. Well, that's, oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> well, last night, you started up again saying, you know, they have surgery for that and motion like towards my chest. Oh, my God. I don't know why I did it, but I repeated, you know, they have surgery for that and motion towards his waist area. Now he's not speaking to me. So what? am I the asshole? <laughs> no,
0: not at all. That's amazing. <laughs>
1: No, that's, like, a perfect comeback, honestly. That is honestly. brilliant.
0: Oh, that's so <laughs> good. Oh, you, girl, find a new man. Like, throw the whole man out, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, wow. I don't
1: think she has to. I think he's gonna break up because, like, she's, like, severely wounded his pride.
0: Yeah, he's probably a real butthurt. Oh, man. Also, damn, four inches. Like, I don't like that's the body rough. shame, no, but that's... that is,
1: like, that's a very poorly, like, received deck there.
0: No, I know. That's really unfortunate. And, like, I mean it is the kind of thing where it's like shit like what do you do about that you know like you really can't do much to fix that which is kind of crazy I, she's
1: she's not wrong you can't technically get surgery it's really difficult and I think you're like out of commish for like at least six months like I, I'm not I'm sure pretty the sure exact it's details like, but yeah
0: no I mean I'm pretty sure it's bad like yeah. I, it's not like a normal thing um I yeah that's that's rough I actually was having this conversation with some girls the other day um what is the technical definition of a micro penis what, what i thought in, it was like four inches, and under i thought so too what in, like i'm curious what inches does it have to be below um because yeah, let me look this up we were talking and like one of my friends ha- one time encountered a micro penis like in the wild we were all saying that like oh like none of us have ever like actually seen one and she was like, oh, I, I found one in the wild. And we we're like, oh my God, like what happened? Like, she's like, "God, I mean, like, I didn't end up hooking up with him. Like, we're like, okay, good, good for you. But like, apparently she said like, yeah, but like, we're like Facebook friends. Like he's like married now. So like someone was okay with that apparently. And we're all like, oh, like good for, good for them. You know, like, like you found love in a hopeless place, but like, damn, you know?
1: okay so it's a penis that's 2.5 standard deviations smaller than the mean human penis size
0: okay so what is the mean then and uh, like do the math real quick (laughs) like when you also can I
1: do you mind if I send you this picture like this is from like straight up wikipedia um it's a dude's dick that's a micro penis please
0: send it to me okay I'd be offended if you didn't send me a micro penis (laughs)
1: Geez, it's really tiny. Like it's like it looks like just like the head, basically.
0: Okay, I'm very excited. So it's like an actual chode like not oh, and they're sending an erect
1: one too. Let me send this one to you as well. No, Wikipedia is real. Oh
0: no, that's really bad.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna send you this erect one too, because that one's not erect. Okay, Uh, because like
0: okay, it's really bad non-erect, but also like I mean, if it's really cold out or you've been working out or something I mean I could see how temporarily your dick could like shrivel up and look like this but just as like a permanent state that's really upsetting okay let's see the other one. Oh no that's hard that's the whole thing
1: yep that's the thing like the balls are oh. like significantly oh, bigger no.
0: oh I hate it oh no I'm sorry that's really bad I shouldn't say I hate it but oh god that's really upsetting I just feel really bad for the people who have these what percentage of the population do you think has a micropenis penis? Oh, it ways? says it on here,
1: 0.0, 0 or 0. 0.6 or 0. 0.5, one of those.
0: 0. 0.5 of the total population, but honestly, that's still a large number of people when you think about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you had sex with 200 men, uh, you would encounter one micropenis.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: So it's not impossible.
0: No, yeah, but like so my friend really like Struck gold when she encountered one because I, I'm not going to make assumptions for for her, but I don't think she slept with 200 men. But um, yeah, she really hit the jackpot there.
1: Oh, Damn. I have a new acronym that I never knew needed to happen. But okay, here we go. Okay, I'm um, excited. SPL stretched penis length.
0: <laughs> Use it in a sentence, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and in an adult the average spl is about 13.24 centimeters or 5.21 inches
0: stretched penis so like if you grab it and like pull
1: no i think they just mean erect but i think oh like for I thought, whatever reason <laughs>
0: literally like pulling it to make it longer like and I'm like oh like as far as it can stretch like the maximum amount that's fun
1: <laughs> so an adult micro penis stretched penis length is 9.32 centimeters or 3.6 inches so or less so, so like, like basically the dude in the story is four so he technically does not have a micro penis okay. he's close he's real close she right also up, doesn't right. have the like she also probably doesn't have the exact measurements of his dick, too. So, like, mm. it really could be
0: one. It's a gray area for sure. Wow. That's, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just picturing like three and a half inches, like fully erect. And that's so upsetting. That's, wow. Yeah.
1: It's like half this pen, I'm thinking. Yeah. It's like half yeah. this pen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Really give it to her. Damn. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh boy. All right. Well, I need a little break after that. That was a lot (laughs) to think about. (laughs) We've been all over the place. I'm trying to decide if
1: like Instagram will like take down our micropenis posts since they're on Wikipedia and uh, apparently they're like medical
0: <laughs> i think they are technically medical photos but i still don't think i can post a micropenis on our instagram i guess if okay. you're listening to this episode and you want to see the micropenis pictures one you can just go to wikipedia yeah. two, two, reach out to myself or joe and we will gladly send you the uh the photos you can message our instagram account and we'll send them to you privately on that note let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back all righty Hey all you Airbnb hosts! Are you tired of your Airbnb not getting enough traction? Well come on down to Mannequins Are Us where we will solve your basic crisis. Put up plenty of mannequins to horrify your guests and give them stories to tell for years to come. I know what you're thinking, can you fuck these mannequins? Well, I guess maybe, you can try at least. While they don't have realistic genitalia, they do have very detailed nipples for some unknown reason. Mannequins are us, giving you nightmare fuel for years to come. And we're back. And I have a story for you this week that I am very excited to share with you. Um, You know how you've told some wild Airbnb stories on our pod?
1: Yeah, uh, mostly just the German dude is like my main
0: dude my favorite story ever but um yeah (laughs) i i have an airbnb story for you now um i'm excited was this
1: man german and make nazi jokes and have like weird mannequins
0: (laughs) (laughs) just you wait (laughs) oh boy (laughs) so we um this past weekend uh me and andrew and kim and matt friends of the pod uh, the four of us were invited to our friend, um, our friend's wedding. Uh, it was a lesbian wedding. It was beautiful. It was up in San Luis Obispo, which is um, up like central coast of California, up above LA. And it was at the Madonna Inn, which is this um, famous um hotel landmark thing i'll post pictures of it on the gram so people can see it it's um it's wild it's just the decorations are insane it was a very cool wedding venue very fun so we had a great time at the wedding um we didn't actually stay at the madonna inn though the four of us just split an airbnb because we all drove up together um so i i was going to book the airbnb and i was researching um like airbnbs for the area and San Luis Obispo is not like a super big town. It's like kind of like a college town because um, Cal Poly is right there. Um, So there weren't like a ton of Airbnbs, but I found one that looked pretty good. It was like a, you know, like a separate um, like basement unit of like a house, kind of like a split level house thing um and it had you know two bedrooms and a a bathroom and I was like okay perfect yeah there's two couples going cool so I I booked it it was a good price it looked clean it looked nice it looked kind of fun because it had actually been um it been converted it used to be a church actually so it used to be like a neighborhood um church and then there was like an earthquake I think and there was, there so there was a booklet about it, the history of the Airbnb in the Airbnb when we got there. That's how I know all of this. So I was like reading it and I was like, yeah, this is interesting. Like they're showing pictures of it when it was a church and they were like, yeah, it got damaged in earthquake and like, they couldn't um, afford to like restore it. So they, they sold the church, sold the building. And then um, it went up like in an auction, I think. And some people bought it. And like, um, it basically was like a community project where like they, um, they restored it and made it into like a multi-level house thing. So, um there was this couple who owned it and they lived in the upstairs of the old church and then the downstairs basement part um was like a it had its own door entrance so it was like a separate like rental unit thing. And I'll post a picture of the outside of it. Um so it looked cool, it was kind of fun. I'm like, "Oh, it's like a fun like kind of funky like historical Airbnb." So we go. Everything's good. Um and the the first night we're there, we are of course, um, looking in all the closets because just like, I don't know, like as you do at an Airbnb, we're, we we're kind of like looking around when we first got there and we're like, where, where did this, where's this door lead? Like, what is this? Is this a closet? Is this a, uh, another bathroom? Like, what is this? So we're like looking around. Um, everything's interesting. Uh, there's one closet, which is a closet, I guess, if you can call it that, that was literally like a jail cell. Like they called it like a safe. But it was like a jail cell. Like there were like, it was like a big open space, like, like a closet, but instead of closet doors, there were bars on it. Like you were in like an old timey Western, like, you know, um, sheriff's headquarters or something. So we're like, that's interesting. I guess that was leftover from the church. Maybe we were trying to figure out, we're like, oh, maybe they kept like the, the money from like the offerings that they collected on Sunday or something like in there, maybe they kept, if they had like any like church, like valuables, like thing to use, to, like on the church altar and stuff like that, like maybe they kept them in there. Like, maybe this was like the, you know, the preacher's office or something like, so we're like, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> kind of fun that there was like a jail cell in our bedroom, but sure. um So there was that. And then we opened up another hall closet and we find a, a wig and a sword and we're like okay that's interesting and then there's just like some other boxes and we're like okay we're not going to look in the other boxes I don't really want to know but we're like what is going on with this random wig laying here and this sword and we're like that's very interesting um okay so we like don't really know what to think about that so we kind of look at them and then we put them back in the closet and we close the closet. And we're like, okay, cool, cool. So then we go to get ready for bed. And uh, Kim goes in the bathroom. And she comes out a few minutes later, the three of us are sitting on the couches. She comes out a few minutes later, and she goes, guys, I need you to come look at this right now. Hmm. And we're like, okay, sure, what's up? We're like a little concerned. So she just like is like leads us to the bathroom, says nothing. She she goes, I was looking for towels. So I opened this closet in the bathroom and I found this. She opens this closet door and I am sending you the picture now of what she saw.
1: You want me to describe it? Yes. Oh my. (laughs) Oh my, oh my. OK, so it is a doll. Um, it has like maybe like triple E breasts. They're like very fake. There's like a harness around the breasts. And then like the torso is like detached a little bit. And there's also like some weird harness around the vajayjay going down to its boots and stuff. Um, oh my, and, there, and it's, it's uh, leaning on a chessboard. Do you think that he plays chess with the mannequin because that's my guess.
0: <laughs> so um so yeah we she showed us this and we all screamed like we all like we were dying like we could not stop laughing for like 5 minutes. This was Insane, this closet was not locked, it was just like no. the normal bathroom closet that you would think, like, yeah, there's extra towels in here. Um, that's not what she found, <laughs> yeah. So, upon further inspection, we determined it was not like a sex doll. No,
1: there's no like opening way. on there's like no the opening, the yeah, like, no, it's that was just like straight too. plastic. It looks like pretty. Like it almost it's weird because it looks like a mannequin you might almost like see in a store, it but is, the breasts it, are yeah. just like large and the nipples are like detailed too.
0: Yeah. So it's like it it's like a mannequin from a sex shop specifically, I think. Yeah. Because it's like it's like an erotic mannequin, but it's not a normal mannequin, but it is in fact a mannequin.
1: What do you think the possibility is that someone's like, yo, can you hold this for me?
0: Please? That's okay. So then we started like running theories and like spinning wild scenarios. We we're like, is is this does this belong to the owners who were like this older couple who lived upstairs? We're like, does this belong to them? Are they are they holding on to this for someone? Do they know it's in here? Did someone else leave it who stayed here? Like, is someone secretly living down here like in the walls and it's their friend? Like we had like so many questions. So yeah, it, it was just in there. It's wearing these like thigh high lace up boots, these harnesses, nothing else, it's got full makeup. We think then we start putting it together that we think the wig in the other closet goes on the mannequin because the mannequin has no hair.
1: That makes sense. So does we think does this, the sword go with the mannequin So too? that
0: is another factor that we are trying to determine. Maybe, maybe not, I don't know. Um, but yeah, the fact that it's just thrown in this closet rather haphazardly, um, the closet's not locked, not trying to cover it up at all, just absolutely unhinged. Like I, we just don't even know what to think. We're like, oh my God. Um, there's also a lot of just like men's clothing, just like thrown in this closet, as you can see from the picture, yeah. it's not like folded. A lot of it looked kind of dirty. Like it's literally just like thrown in there. So we're like, was some dude living here and this is like his sex doll. And then like, they just had to like throw it all in the closet. Cause they actually got like an Airbnb booking. Like, we don't know what is going on here. So that happened. So then. They were like, everyone was like, Sarah, like, did you see anything about this in the reviews? Like, how were the reviews for this place? Like, you've got to go read them now. So I'm like, shit, yeah. I mean, I just looked at the overall star rating and the number of reviews. And I was like, yeah, there's a yeah, ton and they were does. good. You know, I didn't go and actually read the individual reviews, but I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I picked it because it got good reviews, great. I go back and look, um, all the reviews are good. They have like, like a lot, like lots and lots of good reviews. Like all the reviews are good. Nothing of interest, just pretty standard stuff. Everyone says it's clean, it's nice, good location, etc. Um, all except for one review. Let me read you that one review.
1: It's the is it the man who's upset about his doll? Did he leave his (laughs) doll there? And
0: (laughs) let me read you this one review. Really it's a real different vibe than the other ones. My husband, two children, and I came into San Luis Obispo for a friend's wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband and I were excited to be back in our college town, and I had purposefully chosen this place to stay because of its positive reviews, historical charm, it used to be a church, proximity to our favorite local spots, and it being listed as, quote, family friendly.
1: (laughs) I'm excited.
0: (laughs) Upon arrival, I was looking for extra towels (laughs) when I found a mannequin dressed in lingerie with men's clothing that seemed to be thrown into the bathroom closet. I also found an orange wig and a play sword in the closet where the extra paper towels and toilet paper were located. To say I was disturbed, horrified, and uncomfortable is an understatement. It made me question how quote family friendly this Airbnb is, and it definitely made me wonder what goes on before a guest arrives and after a guest leaves. (laughs) I notified the host of this finding, and after I didn't hear from him within the hour, which he states he had a response time of one hour. I contacted the Airbnb support team because I never want anyone to experience what my family and I did during our stay. The support team was extremely concerned and they reached out to the host to address the issue. I would never come back here, and I certainly would not recommend this place to anyone, especially for families. I was told the door with the mannequin and men's clothing would be locked. Honestly, knowing that mannequin is still in there creeps me out. Something like that shouldn't be located anywhere near where families would be staying. <laughs> so we were all like, oh, grow up. Like, to this lady. Yeah, this like, review can you guys just so, shut the door? like This, like, review is so fucking dramatic and so, it like, is pearl-clutchy that I was like oh my god what do you think this mannequin's gonna do to your children but like oh, oh heavens the mannequin might unsole oh, us oh my god but yeah I mean it is pretty amazing though like so I'm glad like someone else experienced this like just to know that we're not we're not crazy like we did like we did find this and like it is in there and it had been in there it's not like you know a recent addition, but like just so funny I, I I really just want answers but I was god I was too scared to say anything honestly I because I was writing the review and you know how you can send like a private message to the host and then you can send like a public one like for the review I like thought about messaging the host and being like hey bro found the mannequin all good no issues with us we just uh you know thought you should know we found it maybe lock the door like <laughs> But then at the same time, like, maybe he wanted us to find it. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you think? I just don't that what like, they, like
1: get off on like some curious. Like, did you book it under ears? Did, did you like leave the review or something?
0: Yeah. I mean, like I left a good review because I was just like, yeah, I mean, we did you message nice the host?
1: Like, Did you like because there's a way on the review that you can like send something to the host and like they it's not like public. Did you mention the mannequin at all to them? Like, I was no. Just see, like
0: I see, like I considered it, but like I didn't. I was debating it.
1: I think I you like, should have just been like.
0: I was like, yo, like
1: this was we kind of had fun with it, but you should probably like your closet. It's probably like how I would do it. Well,
0: I love how, like, they, I guess he finally did talk to Airbnb and Airbnb, like, assured her that, like, the closet, he would lock the closet, but, like, he clearly did not. He clearly didn't change a fucking thing because the way she described it in her review is exactly how we found it, so he clearly, like, didn't do a thing to it, and I'm like, wow, that's a level of just, like, I don't give a fuck that I'm, like, impressed, honestly, like,
1: now this dude's like chill, I like him. Honestly, like I know and having like, come from like Airbnbs with creepy mannequins, like I I kind of I kind of dig it. I, I mean you're why.
0: the pro. You, yeah. you, you're you you you've seen some things, but like yeah, I just it it was a lot. It was a lot. Oh, a lot. it is a lot. And I yeah, I don't know. I just have questions about like what goes on in that... in this place when we're when guests aren't there. I am intrigued. Like, do they host orgies in the basement? Like what I don't know. I just any number of scenarios could be true,
1: no, but you're right. That's not a sex doll.
0: no, it's but something there's... it's something weirder, I think,
1: yeah. I think it like, like I said, there's that chest thing there. I think he like I think he does something with the doll, but it's not sex, but it's like very like habitual. like I don't know. I, I think he's using it, and I, I think that's for.
0: I think that's worse. I think that's creepier. I would have been less creeped out if I had found a sex doll, quite honestly.
1: This this um, was weirder. Movie for March is uh, Lars and the Real Girl. If you haven't seen it, oh my god, yes, it's a very heartwarming story of a man's love for his sex doll. Yeah, (laughs) like God, it's a good movie. I'm not joking. Like, it's 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 a hard ride to get on, but if you get on that ride, you're like, wow, I I kind of like this movie.
0: Yeah, this was this was interesting. So we will. I don't know. I mean we'll post the picture of course on the gram so everyone can see it so everyone can know what we experienced but um yeah I just don't know it send us your fan theories like if you have if you have ideas about what you think was going on at this place like let us know I'm curious just I want to hear them um I should also note that they called this place the chouse because it used to be a church and now it's a house
1: <laughs> dude that probably goes in the sex thing of like yeah I get to like have this like horny doll in my like
0: fucking meet me at the chouse (laughs) Chouse. (laughs) no but I know there isn't there is an extra element I think to it that it used to be a church like an extra level of like blasphemous like deviancy that you're like this used to be a church and now I've got this shit in it like I don't know it's a little bit um, you know I, I don't know not quite satanic but like just a little bit of like a fuck you church like look at what we're doing like yeah it's it's an interesting vibe no, yeah. Did you say um, you had
1: uh, another story for us?
0: I do actually. This one's a little lighter, but um, but fun. So I, um, as I think I told you uh, a few weekends ago, um, I did a surprise bachelor party for Andrew because he was not planning anything. His local guys in town wanted to do something, and I was like, "Let's fucking do this." So I planned a surprise party with like sixteen of his friends here in town, and took him out like we were going to go meet this other couple for a double date for dinner we get to the restaurant all his bros are there and i'm like surprise it's your bachelor party and i'm leaving you here now goodbye so and his, his friends had planned like this whole itinerary around like downtown san diego for the night and he had like a great time it was he was so surprised he didn't suspect a thing it was awesome um but i was getting a few things for the bachelor party um a few days ahead of time. So I went to the Hustler Hollywood store, which is in downtown San Diego. And if you've never been to a Hustler Hollywood store before, I guess maybe I should describe for the audience. Um, it, I mean, it's like a, it's like a sex shop, but it's like also like, they have like clothing, they have like lingerie, they have like costumes, they have like, a lot of like things that like strippers would buy, like they have they they have like legit stuff too. Like they have like these, like these brands of like heels that are like known as like the best like pole dancing shoes and stuff. So like they are kind of like a um, I don't know, like a like a destination for like if you are in one of those fields, you would actually like go there to buy things. Um, but they also have like some bachelor bachelorette party stuff. So I was grabbing like a few little fun things for Andrew's bachelor party. So I stopped in, I got some stuff. And as I'm going to check out. I it took a while to check out because a couple of things were happening in front of me. And that's what I want to describe to you. Just the vignette from Hustler Hollywood, if you will. The things you see when you go there. Um, never, never a boring time, I found out. So I'm waiting in line. And first of all, the the first couple in line ahead of me is a couple. They are just probably like in their 40s, just like aggressively middle of the country. Like they're clearly in San Diego on vacation. They are definitely like a couple you'd see like walking around Tulsa or something. I don't know, you can just tell, like you just get the vibe. I was like, no, they're here from out of town for sure. They're on they're on vacation, like having a great time trying to like rekindle their romance or whatever. Good for them. Um, so they're at the Hustler Hollywood store. What are they buying? You might ask, um, over $500 worth of product
1: what product everything they
0: had two baskets full that they brought up to the register
1: like dildos magazines dvds
0: like a lot of sex toys like so many sex toys and lubes and uh, and other such accessories um so good for them is what i have to say i mean If you have that much expendable income to just like blow on like sex toys, like honestly, good for you. Um, But it was aggressive, it was a lot. Yeah, so that happened. Um, They took a very long time checking out because if you imagine just the scanning of of all of those items, Mm -hmm. it was a big transaction. So that took a while. So I'm waiting in line, cool, cool, cool. And then they leave. And then as I'm like walking up to the register to pay for my things, this man comes running in off of the street and oh. there's, a, there's a, a, a pillar kind of next to the register that has all of the, uh, you know, the category that you would call gas station dick pills. Um, yeah. All the gas station dick pills you could think of. And they had a wide variety at Hustler Hollywood. Um, this man comes running in off the street, starts frantically looking at the dick pill selection. Um, this is very close to me. So I'm just kind of like, Um, excuse me, sir. Like I'm kind of like trying to get to the register and I'm like, oh, oh no. And I'm kind of I'm guessing he was like
1: too into his dick pills to even acknowledge your existence, really. Or yeah,
0: yeah. So I was just kind of like, I'm just gonna stay out of this guy's way, you know? And I kind of like looked at the the sweet lady working at the register and she seemed very nice and understanding, and she kind of gave me a look and we both just kind of acknowledged, like, let's just see how this plays out, you know, like I'm in no rush, let's handle this first. So this guy's frantically looking at the dick pills. And she's like, is there something I can help you find, sir? Like, is there something specific you were looking for? He's like, yeah, do you have this kind? And he said a kind, Mm -hmm. and I don't remember what he said, but he said like a specific brand of dick pill. And she's like, no, I'm sorry, we only have, you know what's out there um and he's like oh okay i just really need this one kind um okay and he's like looking at all the varieties and she's like you know this one's pretty popular like uh, you know people recommend this one and and he's just like oh no no i really need my one kind like and then he turns around looks behind the counter and under the glass there's some more stuff that's like locked up or whatever and he's like okay fine yo let me just get a bunch of those poppers then (laughs)
1: poppers
0: like the one that like that the gays use (laughs) like loosen their buttholes it's like an inhalant that you you breathe in and it relaxes your muscles it's it's a thing it's very much a like a gay culture thing i would say but like yeah it basically relaxes your butthole so he's like yeah let me get a bunch of those poppers then and she's like oh okay so she like gets him like five poppers (laughs) Why do you need five? (laughs) How much butt sex are you having? Kill yourself. Those are like not good for your brain. You're like inhaling them. Like, so he buys those and then just frantically leaves. (laughs) Like, what was going on in this man's journey that night? He was on a frantic quest for a specific gas station dick pill and ends up getting five poppers instead. <laughs> can't make it up can't make this no up. you can't that I wish insane. I could make this up no these stories were too good I was just like okay great so then he finally left and then I get to check out and I'm like talking to the girl and she's like yeah that was interesting and like, I'm like do you see this a lot and she's like yeah <laughs> <I'm> like, dude <laughs> like, get her oh on no. the 100th
1: episode of the pod I literally go back to, to Hustler, to Hustler like, and I her ask her you a
0: phone. few questions <laughs> I you could just tell she had seen some shit like <laughs> So now I want to get an employee on um from Hustler Hollywood to talk with us because I honestly think it would be amazing just like the things you see. Uh but yeah, those are my stories. Uh I just wanted to share those with the world because I thought it was just a a lovely little um like sexual slice of life kind of vibe if you will.
1: <laughs> no, that's no I I love it I'm still confused about I know uh, I know I
0: that man's night I feel like pivoted in like a wild direction when it went from like one dick pill to five poppers like that took a turn you know (laughs) you're in for a very different evening I feel like oh no definitely (laughs) oh man I'm on the
1: ass I'm on the ass credit forum to see uh yeah. So people who worked in sex shops, what's your funniest experience when dealing with customers? So I am going to save this post and we will hopefully go circle back <laughs> to it next. We podcast. will revisit that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, what stories do you have?
1: Uh, mine's actually a lot more wholesome. Um,
0: well, that's so upsetting.
1: <laughs> wholesome, but we'll get there. There's some funny stuff in okay, here. Okay. So I had um, my girlfriend Kelsey, it was her uh, birthday this weekend, or celebrated, it's like actually like Wednesday, so like it's hard to do much on a Wednesday, especially when she's out of town, so on the we day celebrated this weekend.
0: On the day this pod drops, if you're listening yeah. today, she's not, she doesn't listen to the pod, but happy birthday, Kelsey. <laughs> she doesn't listen, she's ashamed and embarrassed, <laughs> she would never.
1: <laughs> she just weirdly doesn't listen to podcasts, like not one single podcast, she likes video like if we did a YouTube channel she'd watch but she just doesn't do audio only.
0: The world doesn't need to see that is the no. thing. We don't need to give them our faces. I think we definitely have like faces for podcasting. <laughs> like we know our place. Yeah we're we're realistic about it and I think people should appreciate that <laughs> anyway.
1: So um she wanted to do this um stay downtown in KC and go to this Dracula ballet. Uh, so we stayed downtown. It's called like the historic like Phillips Hotel. It's been around for like ninety-ish years.
2: Okay. cute.
1: Yeah. So basically, uh, we stayed there and um, we had dinner. Went to this opera. I'll, I'll get more into it on Thirst Corner because there's an aspect I want to touch on okay. about it for Thirst Corner. But the opera was really good. Um, they did Dracula, which like we had seen the 1932. Um, uh, can't think of the actor's name, but like the 1932 Dracula movie, which weirdly the like ballet like almost like did completely. Mm, so okay. it was interesting. Cool. Then um we when we got out of the opera, we went to the hotel, and she surprised me in the fact that the hotel has one of the oldest speakeasies in K- kansas city it's been open since like 1931 or so
2: Ooh, that's fun. this
1: place was legit like this was one of the coolest like decorations inside of a speakeasy i've seen because like because it's been around for so long like they had, like, done some, like, different pictures and this and that, but, like, overall, like, the architecture was, like, very much of its time. They had this kind of, like, area in the ceiling that was, like, kind of, like, dome that was really cool. Like, I don't know. It was just, like, super awesome. So I was, like, geeking out over it. Nice. So they set us down, and they set us down this like, this really cool, like, corner of the bar type thing. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: However, there was this group of, like, eight, I want to say, of the most annoying people ever. Oh, man check the box okay so first of all you're in a speakeasy you know like what you do in a speakeasy you're there for the good ass cocktails yeah all of the men in this party did not get the memo they did not understand the assignment they all got fucking miller light
0: i was about to say like bud lights all around <laughs>
1: no <laughs> like- <laughs> it's not even bud it's fucking miller like the shittiest beer oh, you can drink My- oh. minus like Michelob ultra if they had Michelob ultra i might have like slapped the shit out of them at but, that like- point why
0: not just get some natty lights i mean yeah. god
1: so man and the conversations they're having like we got down there and i was like i love this place the drinks look really good they were so annoying within the first five minutes. I was like, I kind of want to leave because these people are just like so... I cannot.
0: <laughs> I just cannot.
1: There was one girl amongst them who like, they thought she was annoying. That's like the level of annoying you are when your whole group is terrible, but they single her out as like, no, no, no. She's The like, most annoying? <laughs> yes. Oh, so no. she uttered the phrase, my client eight times in one minute. And we know because we counted- And then they proceeded to talk about their amazing boat trip that they had planned. And I was like, oh, man, these people are the
0: fucking worst. (laughs) Oh, God. I was like, they also sound like the most like Midwest thing you can experience. Like,
1: (laughs) but the thing about it is like they were like in their 30s, but they were talking as like college kids, like everything they were discussing was like, what a college could talk about something gross. I know I'm like have you guys not like grown up at all like like where, where
0: have you been for the past like 15 years like what have you been up to
1: <laughs> so eventually like they got their last like round and they like straight up credit to them they demolished it in like five minutes and they were like gone
0: good for them I was like
1: I didn't know if they paid I didn't really care at that point I was just like the, <laughs> just
0: leave. please go. the
1: silence is like golden right now so like as long as you're gone I'm so happy oh. but like oh man they're so annoying um then the random thing is like so like we had a great time the next day we go do brunch and then as we were leaving brunch like it's not we're like not in a busy place in kansas city but all of a sudden there's this like spontaneous mardi gras parade that happens like literally out of nowhere oh okay yeah, and just like maybe like 50 to 100 people like show up there's like brass instruments and like people decorate and stuff like that and it's like hey that's pretty nifty okay yeah it's like one of the most random things that I've ever seen
0: all right and cool. um,
1: then yeah we boarded Jazz and she got a note that she um did not eat that much at lunch which I'm still concerned about because she's never missed a meal no having
0: met Jazz this concerned me deeply like she she loves nothing more than eating it is her favorite activity
1: yeah like she like i I, like there'll be times where i eat out so i haven't like touched anything in the kitchen for days and she'll go like sniff in the kitchen like maybe he's dropped something like Mm -hmm. that i missed and i'm like you've literally cleaned it out but go ahead
0: yeah she's she's a lab she's literally a bottomless pit like they have a they have like a gene that literally makes Mm -hmm. them always feel hungry (laughs) oh poor jazz it's just probably just like all too much she's probably just like too excited or something she
1: probably was. Yeah. She also like really has bad separation, separation anxiety with me. So she probably like, you left me forever. And oh, he's never no. coming back.
0: Oh yeah. But
1: that what happened to your time. Tom to Thomas this weekend when you guys were away?
0: He stayed with grandma.
1: Okay. Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah. Club grandma, you know, hottest club in town.
1: <laughs> Gmail city. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh man um well do you want to get into a little thirst corner
1: i do and i have it up i think yes i do look Look at at you
0: go oh wow so prepared it only took 80 episodes
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thirst corner.
1: So we don't have a ton this episode on the list of 80 year olds but okay. we've got some heavy ones we got really heavy hitters I'll give them that so okay. like kind of like last time too with like Harrison Ford where it's like yeah. we didn't have I'm like a I'm still not wise. over that by the yeah. way
0: how is he 79 I am not over it did you see that they just wrapped filming on like Indiana Jones 5 I did see that today too did you see that like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like that. I'm like excuse me what like I no one asked
1: <laughs> no no one asked but also, Raiders like... of the
0: Lost Ark is as you know my number one favorite movie of all time and even i'm like no one asked like please please don't do that to us like i well yeah but
1: the original like indiana jones like trilogy like trilogy trilogy is like one of the best trilogies like it's really all, like they're solid. All, they're all really solid yeah. i
0: know i know
1: um but, and yeah, i just Dance... don't
0: acknowledge the fourth one like i just i don't to... acknowledge it so i don't need a fifth like
1: do, oh. do you remember when we saw it in high school yes yeah we were like also mad at each other and that made the movie even worse
0: yeah that was a rough time but like we still had to go see it like (laughs) yeah we're watching it we're
1: like should we like leave maybe that's like the definition of high school
0: like we're mad like we're like actively in a fight but we have to go see this movie anyway (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway Oh yeah, so
1: James Van Gogh is doing it. He's done a lot of good movies. So I am I am actually kind of excited for it even though like I just like old man like Indiana Jones, I'm not like as into, but we'll we'll see how it goes.
0: As we as we said last week, he's literally 79. Like yeah. I just that's a lot.
1: <laughs> okay. So you're ready uh, here on the 80-year-olds. Okay. Bob Dylan.
0: Damn. Okay.
1: Yeah, so we're already like on fire to begin with. Yeah um bernard sanders
0: oh our boy our boy <laughs>
1: he's also one that you could literally tell me any age and, like, me believe he's it. 45 and
0: i'd be like he sure, could be sure, like sure. 60
1: to 100 and i'm like you i could believe it be like, no yeah what.
0: yeah uh, right that sounds right
1: <laughs> so this is the one this week that really messes me up you okay. ready
0: i'm nervous but yes
1: martha stewart
0: what 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 <laughs> My i double checked this oh, too my brain is breaking right now no she does not
1: I look hear? 80 man she, she does not look 80 she
0: barely looks like 60
1: yeah she looks good she, she looks, looks really good so
0: good that fucking thirst trap she posted like i don't know like a year ago or something yeah where she's like in the pool and it's like a selfie like god damn
1: now she might win like period she might win in terms of like looking good for your age no, like, she holy wins. shit so she get this
0: everything i yeah i can't i can't she's a goddess she's not real she's I, not I, real
1: did you ever hear the story um back when silence of the lambs came out she was dating anthony hawkins at the time
0: what no <laughs> i didn't know yeah. that that's like the hottest couple ever <laughs>
1: Especially back then, too. Like back then, are you then
0: like, me? That's even so now, hot. like they're hot. But
1: like back then, is like, why? oh man. Why
0: is that so hot? Are there pictures of them together?
1: I, I think there say, are, but like, anyway, I she's, gotta
0: see this. I'm sorry. She saw the wow. movie and she was
1: like, "I can't date you anymore. Like, it's just too much for me." That's like. fair, though. He's really good
0: <laughs> in that movie. No, that checks out. But oh my god, why is that like the sexiest couple I've ever heard? <laughs> like.
1: <laughs> then the real news that also messed me up is so i like tried to confirm it so yeah she was born in 41 so she's gonna be 81 this year too it's not like she even just no
0: turned. no she,
1: yeah she's not no, like that at all.
0: i am like absolutely blown away
1: so get this too her um, cu- uh, um her nephew is jimmy kimmel
0: martha stewart's nephew is jimmy kimmel yeah okay
1: I know that also messed me up too because I was like two people like I didn't picture in the same room as each other ever really so
0: yeah, yeah. no but I love that that's so random yeah yeah you
1: want to hear the rest of this list because like it goes yeah no I do
0: I'm just like balls deep in this Anthony Hopkins Martha Stewart Stewart thing thing. right (laughs) now I'm sorry I am totally sidetracked now I cannot think about anything else there's also no pictures of them together like when they were dating it must have been like on the low low you know
1: Maybe so. Let me look it up because I, I know this thing happened because uh, I read it like many times before. So Wait, let's see. this is
0: okay. I get to use like some hip young lingo. Have you heard the term sneaky link? No, I don't. I okay.
1: Have it's heard what heard the that. kids
0: are saying. It, it's what the kids are saying. Um, it's basically like when you have like a fuck buddy on the low, low that you don't want people to know about. Cause you're like, for whatever reason, just like, you don't want to make it public and you're like not dating, but like you're hooking up, like mm-hmm. you call them a sneaky link. Like you're going to le- link up, but it's going to be sneaky. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they were like sneaky links.
1: Interesting.
0: I don't know. I'm just saying, cause like, there's no pictures of them together. Like I yeah I don't know you'd think there would be like a paparazzi photo or something because it sounds like like people knew they dated but like I don't know oh I'm so here's, I need to calm down on this you can keep going
1: <laughs> here's two pieces of information too um so and she just found out she was cousins with uh, Jimmy Kimmel they just found that out two years ago on that like find your roots tv show
0: oh, and fine. they like
1: yeah they just did like a blood test and like oh we're related that's weird
0: my mom loves that show by the way i don't know if your mom watches but my mom cries every episode and she tells me about it
1: i heard the uh, ben affleck one was really good
0: people people just love that shit. people i don't know people are so into it anyway
1: so anyway so she was married to andrew stewart in 1961 they had a kid uh, they divorced and then uh, separated and divorced, finalized in 1990. So her rebound relationship after that was Anthony Hopkins.
0: Nice, nice. That's hot. Yeah. It's a I hot like rebound. It. Okay, wow. She's anyway, a bitch. I'm sorry. Continue with the list. I just got so into that. So
1: I want to hear the reverse thirst of Martha Stewart is yeah. Michael Bloomberg. <laughs>
0: Ew. ew you remember when he ran
1: for president literally everyone was like fucking why man
0: like dude, like just stop you know like just dude don't like
1: <laughs> uh, then uh we have uh paul simon and carol king so like two like actually good musicians
0: okay cool cool uh, jesse
1: jackson who i thought was on last week but i'm not completely sure
0: yeah i don't remember
1: i don't either um the rest of this list. Oh, we got chubby checker. I didn't know he was still alive. Great. Um, yeah, George Clinton. Yeah, the the list. Like, like I said, like we got some heavy hitters, then they go down a little bit. Um,
0: the Martha Stewart one's still fucking me up. That's the obvious takeaway from this week. No, it really is because
1: it's like I had no idea she was wow. eighty, and it's no. like I'm still not.
0: No, I still don't really believe it, but here we are. Like, goddamn. Well, okay. Um, who is, who he brought for us this week?
1: Oh, okay. So back to the, um, Dracula musical that I saw.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad this involves your thirst.
1: <laughs> no, like, it was just like incredible. So, um, the guy who played Dracula in it is like originally like from China. And so like when he okay. first comes out, like, I didn't like fully get in to the Dracula character at first. But this motherfucker slays the shit out of this show.
0: Okay, like
1: and it's I've cool never because,
0: pictured like, an Asian Dracula. I had not for him. Yeah, breaking. And fairies. it's funny because like
1: there's a lot of like iconography with Dracula too, where like I feel like to a certain degree it's like hard to like take a new kind of like perspective on it
0: yeah because he's like notably a pale yeah. white dude that's like his whole right. thing <laughs> like-
1: but this guy did it really well in terms of like he kept some of like the iconography like stuff with it but like he made it his own okay and like because like it's a ballet he didn't say a whole single word the whole damn show but my god was that oh i at the end of it i was like on his side all the way i was like yo this dude is killing it i love it there's one scene where like he like shoves his whole body through a railing and starts like flapping like a bat and then like he he's going down like this is like one of the most impressive shit I've ever seen in my life he was going down a ladder and as he was climbing he was just climbing like going down with his feet and like he kept his like body straight but like he was like flapping his arms like a bat like as he was going down the ladder it was awesome I was like yo this dude is killing this shit. I love it so much. What a baller. He, he made the whole show. Like, honestly, like, it was so funny when they did like the final bow. It was like, yeah, yeah, like clap, clap, clap. When he came out, like, he, he, like, came out still in character. Like, he was doing his like little walk thing, and like, people went like mad. Like, people were like, yes, like, we love you so much. Like, he oh, was I just a baller, that. man. Like, he, he absolutely killed it it was one of those like few times like i've actually seen something live where i was like thing was good not like dissing it, but like that one dude just like went so hard yeah like i don't know how he,
0: commi- he committed wow i love and that it was funny
1: because like, he wasn't even like a sexy dracula by any means he just like it was a fucking baller ass dracula and you were like on nice. his side you're like yo you suck that woman's blood man like you get it you deserve it
0: you deserve it all king <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, I love that. Well, cool, that's a that's an interesting thirst. Um, it was an
1: interesting thirst. I, huh. I didn't expect it to happen. Like I said, it wasn't like a sexy man. It just like, he utterly killed it in ever since.
0: I love that. Um, I, have, I have a thirst that I am bringing that I think we have talked about in the past, but I don't think we've ever dedicated a full Thirst Corner treatment to him. Um, and, and that's because I never saw him as a thirst until very recently. Um, I finally watched Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, Ooh, isn't that good? Yeah, and Dude. let's talk about Andrew Garfield. Ooh, man. I'm sorry, I'm late to this train, but I am, I, choo-choo, I am on board. Train's pulling out of the station, and I'm on it. Like, it took me I, a while to come around, but I see it now. I 100% He's agree very talented. I just didn't know yeah. he was so fucking talented. Like, the singing, the dancing, like, good for you, bro. No, I just thought I he was like a shitty Spider-Man and like I was like oh you actually do cool shit you were just miscast like great love that so um, have you actually
1: seen his uh, Spider-Man movies or not
0: no I just they just got really bad reviews so I just didn't bother and you know I I know everyone loves Tom Holland I know I know I know but like you know me I don't support things that aren't Tobey Maguire so yeah it, but no I just need to like not look at that like I just need to not think about the Spider-Man side And just think about Andrew Garfield otherwise. And now I'm on board. It was Mm -hmm. that easy. Big fan. The
1: the, uh, first Amazing Spider-Man is actually pretty good. And like the fact that like, so like he and um, I'm like losing her name, but like she's one of my like top thirds. Yeah, i stone. Like, their chemistry is killer. Yeah, because they were actually
0: dating at the time. Yeah. Like, all the fucking Spider-Mans and Mary Janes have to date. It's law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like,
1: he actually didn't it's realize. It's adorable,
0: that... perfect law, damn it.
1: <laughs> I didn't realize that Toby and uh, Kirsten actually dated. That, like, yes, threw me off.
0: You have to. <laughs> when you sign on for the role, it's like in the contract.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, but, like, I actually really, like, I enjoyed him. It's just, like, I felt bad because, like, he did good. Just those movies aren't the best but like yeah. the first one i actually like will defend a little bit and like the chemistry gets it through and like it's just like a. it's like they have fun with it so i'm like all right the first one i like um no but tick tick boom so lin-manuel miranda directed it it yeah. is a killer movie like i wasn't expecting like that good of a movie honestly no it's
0: very good yeah i i kind of finally got around to it and like me and andrew the other night we're like looking for something to watch and we're like yeah, i'll throw that on that's it's a musical it's like an easy watch you know and I was like damn I like this like yeah no it's very good um but yeah I just had no idea he was so talented and now I'm just like wow yeah I'm I'm on board 100 you go yeah man. it was actually one
1: of my happier moments that he got nominated for like best actor like yeah, this year for tick tick boom because I was great. like yeah man you need it
0: no I think he deserves it absolutely I feel like he's been um underappreciated now by by everyone myself included so I'm trying to correct that but yeah that's uh that's my thirst um he's also looking good lately like his mm-hmm. at the award show he looked very good um so yeah you haven't
1: seen the newer spider-man movie have you the uh, newest tom holland one
0: no not yet because i was gonna go see it in the theaters and i ran out of time and now it's not in theaters so now I just have to yeah wait. it is it's
1: still it's like not... in the top five.
0: Oh really yeah okay did, like my... double
1: feature batman this weekend
0: Yeah, I am gonna go see Batman for sure. That was another thirst, but like, I we've discussed that enough, and we're gonna we have, and then I was also also probably have to devote like a full episode just to that movie. So, I I am sorry in advance, everyone, but like, yeah, so I didn't want to get into that just yet.
1: Um, no, I personally like low-key believe that my girlfriend is leaving town this weekend so that I can see Batman <laughs> on my own and she does not have to go She's
0: like I need to not be here I'm sorry I can't I can't do this oh my god I am so excited I am so and I it's getting good the, reviews uh, which is a good uh, sign
1: yeah we're recording on Monday and the reviews like just like came out today so it has like an 87 cumulative credit score on rock tomatoes yeah which is really good um I personally like because there's some people who are like, they think like if it's like, has to be like upper nineties or something like that. I personally like, I'm okay with it. Cause like, it's also the reviews I'm seeing, like not everyone is completely on board, which to me is actually somewhat of a good sign. I kind of like it when it's not just like universal like oh my god like best thing ever I like yeah. that there's like because you can tell like there's an edge to it and I think, I like, like
0: I like some constructive critique I, I like mm-hmm. that there's a dialogue yeah see that's what I didn't like about Black Panther was that everyone just universally loved it and I was like no but it's not a perfect movie like let's talk about that but you know that's just me sorry but yeah, um, it's
1: like with Black Panther it's just good directions good acting but the problem is it was just like superhero combined with like Lion King scripts so like that was yeah. really
0: more of the I mean it was thing. yeah pretty standard when you think about it but yeah anyway um but yeah no I'm so excited for this the reviews have been really good so far um like the critical reviews and a lot of people are calling it a Dark Knight movie which is very exciting to me <laughs> a lot of people are heard, uh, saying it's like one of the dark night ones and i'm like yes that's what i live for so, so the
1: consensus i was seeing was that like pattinson does a really good job but they said the two standouts were um zoe kravitz and paul dano
0: i and i love both of those people so much so i'm just like yes let's go let's fucking go
1: one of the reviews like one of the like more critical reviews was like well, Paul Dano just plays a weirdo. And I was like, Paul Dano plays a fucking weirdo in every damn movie he's in. Paul Dano seen- is a weirdo. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. like-, <laughs> like, have you not seen anything that man has done? Because like, that is what he does every single movie.
0: That's his whole vibe. That's his aesthetic. Like, I don't know what you want. Like, what were you What were you looking yeah, for from the- him? <laughs> like- the second
1: he was cast as Riddler, I was like, yeah, like Jim yeah, Carrey did kind of a weird job, but like, he's going to out-weirdo Jim Carrey, which is hard to hard do. To do. But- hard to do,
0: hard to do. Yeah, I know, I love it um the only thing i've seen paul dano in where he was actually like not a weirdo is um i watched the there was like a bbc adaptation of um of war and peace
1: oh i heard that was good
0: it's very good actually highly (laughs) recommend i love me some historical drama if it's Russian even better so I was all about this shit um but he's one of the leads in it actually and he's very good and like surprisingly not weird and it's a real different turn for him but I liked it um so let's cast him in more like leading roles I loved it
1: <laughs> okay you know I forgot I just looked up his filmography because I wanted to check something yeah did you remember that he was in Little Miss Sunshine no he was the kid who didn't talk
0: oh I mean, if he didn't talk, man, that's why I didn't really remember, but yeah, yeah. weird. I okay. know,
1: he's, he's like, him. man, he yeah. just like disappears into shit. No, but what I was going to talk about with him, like the two weirdest is um, so he was in There Will Be Blood where like, it's basically just like him and Daniel Day-Lewis and like does most of the movie and like mm-hmm. he slays in yeah. that. And then, what's the other? Oh, Prisoners. He also plays another guy who doesn't speak and in that movie, he is like... <laughs> it freaks the shit out of you you're like you're very uncomfortable um no but the film that people like it's a hard recommendation but there's a film called swiss army man it's on netflix
0: okay
1: it is one of the weirdest films i've ever seen in my entire life Hmm. basically paul dano is stuck on an island and daniel radcliffe washes to shore because he's a corpse and then oh. it's Paul Dano's relationship with this corpse who is also magical. The corpse has like magic abilities. Yikes. It is beyond strange. Either okay. from that description you're out or in, and you'll like know either way.
0: Yeah, I I don't know if I'm I'm signing up for that. But <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, it's yeah.
1: so strange. That's great. Paul Dano's a boss.
0: Good for him. Um. Well. Cool. I mean. I guess that about wraps it up. Any. Uh, any random chatter?
1: No. No. Like literally next week. Prepare because we'll probably be discussing the Batman.
0: Yeah. It it may just be exclusively that and nothing else. We'll we'll see.
1: <laughs> a whole hour come, and a half of thirst corner about that yeah, movie. Come, pre-
0: come prepared. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um. All right. Well. Um. Peace and blessings, y'all. And go see the Batman. Yeah. Peace and blessings.